0: Welcome to American Dreams. I'm here today with Evan Carmichael. Evan, welcome to today's show. Thanks for having me, Alan. Super excited to do this. Oh, I'm super excited to have you with us too. And I, you know, I, I guess the the, the 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 genesis of this is going to talk about YouTube marketing. Your channel has over three and a half million uh, subscribers. This is one for Evan Carmichael, and uh, I like to I like to move through the motivation that you had for starting your own youtube channel
1: sure i think ultimately your purpose comes from your pain so whatever you struggled the most with as a human is what you want to help other people with and so i struggled so much as an entrepreneur in my first business quitting on my partner um and i felt isolated and alone and just didn't know what to do and i'm i'm just i'm still making videos now uh 13 years later or 19-year-old Evan and all the 19-year-old Evans out there in the world who are struggling to believe in themselves in their own business. Uh, I, Alan, I didn't know. I had like nobody on YouTube at the time in 2009 had a million subscribers. Nobody was posting educational entrepreneurial videos, right? It wasn't a, this is the big plan. I've got it all mapped out. I know how it's all going to work. I just, I'm a visual guy. I'd much rather see something than listen to it or, or read it. And so I thought YouTube was the only video platform at the time. I'm going to make video content and I hope it helps a few people. And, uh, you know, I guess fast forward to today and we've had some success.
0: So what's been the biggest challenge of running your own YouTube channel? The biggest challenge was belief that I could do it. You know, belief that my
1: message was was worthy, that somebody would want to hear from me, that my story mattered. Um, the biggest fight I would get into with my agent was. Uh, him just telling me that I need to be famous. Like I don't want to be famous, dude. I, Steve, I don't want to be famous. And it wasn't like it was years of fighting with him. And he's, you know, he's helped blown up Mel Robbins and Grant Cardone and some other pretty big names in in thought leadership education. And uh, it wasn't until he said, "But the more people who know you, the more people will hear the message." And as soon as it became about, okay, the message is valuable. Now I need to be more public. I wouldn't have done an interview like this. It's like, why does Ellen want to talk to me? I, I don't know. You should have somebody else on. Somebody else has a better story than me. That would have been my default response, I don't know, five years ago, seven years ago. But um, the, the realization that, hey, maybe somebody can learn through my story uh, pushed me to, to get in front a little bit more.
0: How do you come up with your video ideas to keep your community engaged?
1: That's a combination of what do I want to make with what are people asking for? And I think that's at the success of any, any successful business, not just a YouTube channel, not just a podcast or a show. It's like, what do you love doing with where is there demand? If you take something that you just love doing, but nobody cares, you have a hobby. Great. Right? could be a really fulfilling hobby, but it's just a hobby. And if you take something that everybody wants, but you don't really care about, you're never going to win because you're, you're doing work that you hate. And there's somebody else out there who loves doing that thing. And so don't spend your time doing work that you hate. So it's in that combination of like, what do I love doing with what do people actually want that every business can become successful? So for me, um, we get a lot of feedback from the audience. People leave comments like, hey, I'd love to see a video on blank. And maybe I know how to do that. And maybe I really resonate with that. Or maybe I don't. And and then we don't. Um, or it just starts with me saying, I think this could be a cool idea. And then I try to make that video and put it out there. Uh, and sometimes they take off and they do well and we do a lot more. And sometimes it completely flops. It's like, okay, cool. Well, nobody liked that. Move on to the next idea. I think the key though within all of that is I'm, we're not so attached to this thing having to work. A lot of times people, when they're first launching their YouTube channel, their business, their podcast, whatever, we put so much pressure on the, on the launch being perfect. And then if it doesn't work out, we feel like a failure where for me, it's just, okay, we're going to try that and we're going to try this. and we're going to try that and and something's going to work. And if that, that thing yesterday didn't work. Cool. I've got 18 more ideas I'm going to try until I find the thing that does work.
0: Now, what system or process do you have or are, are used for your filming and editing? Is there a particular methodology? Um, I think that's evolved
1: over the years. At the beginning, I probably spent way too much time trying to figure all the stuff out. You know, my first video took me a full day to record because I was trying to. It was one video. It's like six minutes. It took a whole day to record. <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to get it perfect and the camera and the lighting and my friend came in who's a professional videographer and he filmed me and I had to memorize my script and uh over the years has gotten a lot more streamlined and faster and I've cared less about it being perfect and more about me just showing up and trying to connect more to the heart and less to the head if we had done this interview even three years ago I would have said okay I need to know what are Alan's questions going to be I want to know what his questions are uh, because I wanted to have an answer cause I would be afraid of, I don't want to disappoint your audience. I don't want you to ask me some question. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. But what would end up happening is I give a really prepared, rehearsed answer, which then doesn't actually bring the most value to your community. And so instead it's like, I don't want to know the questions. I don't want to know you know, what you're going to ask me. Let's just go with it and hope that um, I have enough inside me to be able to share. And so I wish I had done that sooner. You know, if you look back, I, I probably wouldn't have made changes, but like if I could talk to Evan, who's starting this channel at the beginning, it's like, don't be so stressed out about saying the perfect words and having the perfect lighting and gear and editing process. Just go, make, create, and the more you can connect in your heart instead of your head and what you think is perfect, the better results you'll actually have.
0: Evan, once a video is produced, how do you promote it? This is a big area that a lot of people say, how do I get my people to see what I, what I've done? So this is where YouTube is actually very different than every
1: other platform. If you look at uh, even a podcast, for example, you can have the greatest podcast of all time. You can have a great session with somebody, but but now it's still on you to get the message out. There's not a lot of built-in podcast distribution, where YouTube gives you distribution. So YouTube is a huge search engine. YouTube does an awesome job at surfacing content to new people. So it's not just about creating content, it gives you the built-in distribution. So with YouTube, we'd be looking at even going in, making this video, the target should be, how do I get people who have already watched an Evan Carmichael interview or are already fans of my channel to now discover who Alan is, right? That, that can happen. And so it's going in at the beginning, thinking about, um, the subject matter you're going to talk about, the thumbnail you're going to use, the title you're going to use to get people to go watch the video and the best way to win is on the platform. So the best way to you to grow your YouTube channel is to win on YouTube. It's not telling people to go from your Instagram account to your Twitter to go watch this latest episode because they don't spend the time. You know, If we're doing a a 25-minute interview uh, that goes to YouTube, somebody who's on Instagram does not want to then spend 25 minutes watching a YouTube interview. So even if you do promote it there, they'll click on it, spend 30 seconds and then go back to Instagram because they want like some fast piece of content. So the way to win is not across different platforms. It's to win on the actual platform. And it's the same thing for Instagram, like win on Instagram. Don't try to get people from YouTube to Instagram, understand the ecosystem that you're playing in and and winning there. So the the promotion is less about what you have to do uh, off platform and more about how can you understand how YouTube's algorithm works so that you can win on platform.
0: You know, there's a lot of uh, uh, chatter on the internet today about well, you have to pay to play, and you have opinions about pay promotion.
1: Um it it has a
0: uh,
1: it has a spot. It just depends on what your goals are. So if somebody's going to start a YouTube channel, cool. My number one question is, what are you selling? Like, what's your business? Is is the business just to be an influencer and try to build up an audience and sell advertising against your show? or are you a coach? Are you? Do you have products? Do you have services? Do you have books? I was working through a model yesterday, but just finished 11 hours of YouTube training over the past two days with my community. It was insane. Uh, and we had one guy come on and I gave him a model to host a show where he only needs to have a couple hundred subscribers and he can build a multi-million dollar business off of that show. So it just depends on what are your goals. Uh, You can always buy views, you can buy subscribers, you can buy attention, but does it help you lead towards your business goals or not? So to answer that question, maybe pay to play could work, but what are you trying to accomplish? And then if I understand your goals, we can devise a better strategy.
0: So I wanna roll into real life of what what we're doing here on this channel. Uh, Currently I have in excess of 26 million views, taking this up to 100 million views, and uh, subscribers were about 53,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube, and I want to take that to 100,000. If you were me, uh, how would you focus your efforts? And, and the, the time frame I want to do all this within a year.
1: Well, that's totally doable, right? I mean, 50, getting to 50,000 is a lot harder than going from 50 to 100. And if you look at my homepage, you can see the journey that I went on and how long it took to go year by year. And any, anybody who's trying to get started, if you, if you want to just have some inspiration, you go to my homepage, you can see like year one, I had 25 subscribers and year two, I had hundred something. It's just like just really slow growth. By, by year five, I think that's when I crossed having a thousand subscribers. Um, so it took me a long time to get going. Uh, if I'm looking at you, most of your content is interviews like this.
0: Yes, yes, that's correct. And
1: how often are you creating content?
0: It's at least twice a week. Cool. So then it'd be looking
1: at how can I, one, how, how many videos do you have? Sorry, two in your catalog. Like how many interviews have you done?
0: Uh, It's been over 2,000. So
1: the easiest thing now is tweaking your thumbnails and titles. Like step number one is you go back into catalog and we're updating our thumbnails and titles. Whenever I'm helping a channel and I've helped, well, not just my channel, but some Pretty big channels, you know, million subscriber plus, 10 million subscriber plus. Uh, The easiest number one hack is not even the new shows coming up. Most people are focused on what I'm doing next. It's it's fixing the catalog. So if you have 2,000 interviews that are all like 20 minutes plus length. Yes. Yeah. Then you ask great questions, which is awesome. You're probably getting great information out of your guests. Just in those numbers. What it's telling me is you have not done a good job in optimizing the thumbnails and the titles of those videos. If you've done 2000 interviews like this and you're pulling gold out of people, you should be over 50,000 views. So it means the content is good, I hope, unless you've just gotten so much better or, you know, maybe you sucked at the beginning. I don't know, but like you probably have good content. uh, And if it's that many and it's long form, if they're all like one minute clips and that's a different story, but you have long form, then yeah, the number one thing, even just doing that should take you over hundred thousand. Like really dialing in your thumbnails and title strategy, just that in the next year, without even if you never make another video, you don't even release this one and never produce another piece of content, that should take you over hundred thousand subscribers. Um, beyond that, the content strategy, you know, we start looking at who we're bringing on, uh, how much does it resonate with our audience? Uh, potentially going more, you know, twice a week is a is a commitment and it's hard you know booking guests and it's it becomes this machine to be able to make that happen every week um i would definitely throw in if you have that much content two to three mashups per week i don't know if you are you doing any mashups
0: uh not right now not right cool. now
1: that's a huge opportunity so okay. uh there are themes how many like if you've done 2000 episodes you've had 2000 guests maybe there's some repeat guests that come on there cool but you have 2000 episodes there are some consistent themes that you talk about. Maybe on this one, we're talking YouTube and marketing and, and others is more personal development or, or other things. But then what you do is you take clips. So you take a five minute clip from this one and you mix it with another five minute clip or 10 minute clip from somebody else's show. And then you make, you have a marketing mashup or you have a growth mashup or you have a success mashup and you're taking just clips from those different episodes and push them together to have a hour long mashup that is high value around the theme. So when you have a guest coming on, there's there's one guest with multiple themes depending on the questions you ask. Cool, that works. The mashups are one theme with multiple guests. And the best part about it is it requires zero Alan time. This is a team project, and so like access to Alan to say Alan, go make four videos a week in interviews. Well, it's now I mean you could, but it's a lot of work. Alan's now got to find new people to come on and prep for the interview and get the questions and. And, you know, if you want to do that, cool, but to go from two videos a week to four videos a week with two mashups that are in there or three mashups that are in there is zero Allen time, except for guiding strategy. And it's somebody on the team to help just pull out the best clips and edit them to the form a mashup. So for anybody with a content catalog, that's a super easy way to build and grow the channel too. And looking at, you know, at least in the 45 minute range for the mashups, but I'd be trying to target an hour plus on those videos uh, and, and just doing that, if, if your goal is 100,000 subscribers in the next year, just doing that gets you to 100,000 too, right? Like this is a very achievable goal for where you're at right now. We have two strategies that just in isolation should take you over 100,000. Um, combine them. Now we're off to the races. This Thank is exciting, you. dude. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm i excited too. Thank you. This is excellent, uh, excellent advice here. And so, um, you know, when, when you look at your uh, team members, who are the critical members to do mashup? How how big is a team that you, you managed? So we've manage got 42 currently?
1: people on the team now.
0: 42. Okay. But, but, we're I'm also
1: a little crazy. Like I, I don't think my team should be the thing that people model. Nobody else has has the structure that I do, but we're also making content at a scale that is also not what I would recommend, right? Like we have we have two hour plus videos going out every day on our main channel, a shorts going out every day on the main channel, four or five shorts going out on a dedicated shorts channel, another fifteen shorts going out a day on another shorts channel, a Spanish channel with a million subs, a Russian channel with almost a million subs and other channels that I'm forgetting. So it's like the research and the editing and the team that takes to pull all that off is is pretty intense. So I, I wouldn't stress out about necessarily matching like where I'm at now. If you want to use that as inspiration, cool. But for most people, even just inside thought leadership, education, podcast interviews, you're looking at the host, right? Like Alan's here asking questions. Cool. And then you have somebody doing the tech. I don't know how tech, like you are Alan versus you got somebody helping you like what microphone do you use? And how do I make i I in I'm in focus. And what camera are we? I don't know what this is. I don't know what camera I'm using, but I, I don't spend any of my time on that. Um, So you need somebody typically to film you. I know you need somebody to edit, you know, and ideally the edit person also knows how to do thumbnails and titles. So in that you know, two or three person operation, you can you can build to a million subscriber channel. It doesn't have to be something crazy. Um, maybe you get some input, you know, from from experts or consultants. Um, I come in and consult with a lot of the big channels and, and I've trained three people now on how to go off and do it, right? Like if you, if you wanted me to help you with your channel, I might give you some pointers, but you want somebody to do it. Well, I can give you somebody to actually work with you, you know, every week on fixing your thumbnails and titles and catalog and all that kind of stuff. So, maybe with a little bit of outside expertise, but a two or three person team is is more than enough for most people to get their content going up.
0: So, how much time do you personally spend just to kind of pin this down? Is on it... well, on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. A week. Uh,
1: I guess it depends. Like, does this count? Yeah, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Is this work? This is fine. This is going to your YouTube. Is it going to mine? I don't know. We're taking a clip and putting on mine. Maybe Um, how I structure my days might be a better indication. So Mondays, I spend the whole day mentoring my team. So the whole day is wall to wall, 25 minute meeting, five minute break, 25 minute meeting, five minute break. And it's really just about how do I help my team grow? I care about being a HR driven CEO, right? Like if, if you don't care about mentoring your team then cool. Now you freed up. I would free up entire day of my calendar at 42 people. It's still not enough. Like a full day for me, isn't even enough to get through everybody. And I feel bad about that. And I don't have an answer, you know, for how I, how do I scale the hundred people, but that's Monday. It's just team Tuesday's YouTube day. And that's when I'm filming content, strategizing for the channel, looking at my data and analytics. And it's just all day, YouTube, 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 YouTube. And some days are heavy filming. And some of these are heavy strategy, um, but that's what I'm focused on for the whole day Tuesday. And chunking the time like that really helps me. So uh, my team doesn't doesn't message me on a Tuesday because they know Monday is my mentoring day, unless it's like super urgent. And I try to build a no like a no crisis business. So like I trust you. There's a problem? You try to solve it. And if you really 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 need me, then message. But you're interrupting like my filming or doing something else, right? So kind of training the team how to treat you, but also giving them the rope to go and make their own decisions. Wednesday's my project day. So it's like, whatever I want to work on, it's open. I, I, I just finished writing a new book. I wrote that, you know, and, and promoting that now on Wednesdays and thinking about my strategy on Wednesdays and just freedom, whatever I want to do, whatever I want to work on, wherever I want to go. I think as entrepreneurs, we get all these ideas and then we don't have time in the calendar to ever focus on them. So that's my Wednesday. Uh, Thursday is my public facing day interviews, my membership community. We're filming this on a Thursday. You know, it's my public facing day. It's 25 minutes on five minute break next interview all day long. Um, and then Friday is my CEO day. So what does it mean to be the CEO of my company? And anybody can do this. Like, what does it mean to be the CEO of your business where you're working on the business instead of in the business? And then that's what you decide to do on a Friday, at least for me. Um. So that's my typical work week. So if you're looking at just like YouTube strategy filming, then it's one day a week on Tuesdays. If you're going to throw in stuff like this, then it's also two days a week. If you're going to throw in mentoring my team who helps me produce my YouTube videos, well, then that's Monday as well. And it could also be Wednesday and Friday if I'm doing CEO and project work around YouTube. Um, I don't have a defined, um, like it only has to fit in this time. A Wednesday project might include YouTube or might be my book or might be something completely different, but that's maybe a little window into how I run a typical work week.
0: So Evan, what is one question that no one has asked you yet regarding and how you use YouTube? Oh man, I have no idea.
1: I've been asked a lot of questions. Um, There's no question that I wish people would ask me. I mean, I think it's the question I wish people would ask me is whatever is actually on their heart, but they're too afraid to ask like how can I help I'm I'm here to help you to help your audience if there's a question that matters to you or to your audience that's the one that I want to answer and like that's the one that I want to always lead with um so yeah there's no like oh I wish Alan asked me this like whatever's on your mind that's what I want to go down
0: okay I'm going to give you one final question here let's okay. go what advice do you have for aspiring YouTubers that are starting from ground one uh expect to suck at the beginning.
1: Expect to suck. Like you might look at Alan and say, wow, Alan looks so great. And he gets all these guests on and he looks so professional and he asks these great questions and he looks so comfortable in front of the camera. And like, I wish I could be Alan. Right. But, but Alan wasn't Alan either at the beginning, you know, Alan sucked at the start. Go watch episode one. I don't know. I haven't seen episode one, but it's probably not as clean and polished and there's mistakes and flubs and like episode one is supposed to suck. So just expect to suck at the start. Don't, don't take that as you suck as a human. Like that's the problem. We make something, it sucks. We watch ourselves back on camera. It's like, oh my gosh, I was so bad. I can't believe it was that bad. And then we internalize that to feel like, well, well, we suck and I'm just not good at this and it's not meant for me and I'll never do it. No, like you get on a bike and you fall off. This this is the nature of learning any skill. It's just a skill. So expect to suck at the beginning and then create. Go, make, like, make another video and another video and another video. It took me 350 videos until I wasn't completely embarrassed by my stuff. Like I couldn't watch it back. I would I would press play. Like, oh, it's so bad. 350 videos and 700 videos until I inspired myself where I watched a video. It's like, you know what? Like I'm, I might be getting good at this thing, huh? 700 videos in. And I think most people can get there a lot faster than it took me to get down that path. Um, and we just have these unrealistic internal expectations for how good we should be. So expect to suck and then just go create and keep making content.
0: Evan, it's been a pleasure having you with us today here on American Dreams. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate all the love.